Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good evening to you. One more come to Business Life. Coming up in this edition, government to borrow about 2.59 billion cities tomorrow to refinance maturing treasury bills worth 2.41 billion cities. Economist and political risk analyst Dr. Theo Champon blames present and past governments for failing to invest borrowed funds into productive sectors of the economy. Right. So we're borrowing. The debt is there. But the debt is not necessarily impacting our growth. So you ask yourself, so where is the money? Plus, stakeholders in artisanal and small-scale mining make a strong case to an end for the use of mercury in artisanal mining. We've also educated the miners and the larger public or community about the harmful effects of mercury use. 
We've got details of these and more shortly. Thanks so much for your company. I am Pius Kojo Baka. Let's now look at our stories. Government will borrow about 2.59 billion cities tomorrow to refinance maturing treasury bills worth 2.41 billion cities. This will be done through the issuance of the 91-day, 182-day, and 364-day bills. Analysts expect the moderated refinancing pressure to limit upside risks to T-bills yields, therefore curbing any substantial rise in rates. Now, last week, investors um, undersubscribed T-bills for the first time after three straight weeks of oversubscription. Yield surged, broadly reflecting the increased refinancing pressures. Still on the economy, economist and political risk analyst Dr. Theo Champon has blamed the present and past governments for failing to invest borrowed funds into productive sectors of the economy. According to him, spending borrowed funds largely on consumption with little attention to capital expenditure has been detrimental to the economy. He added that overspending during election years and external factors such as the hike in price of global commodities have also contributed to the woes of the economy. He spoke at the 2023 Barry Memorial Lectures on the theme Beyond the haircut, the prospects for investment and public finances in Ghana in the next decade. All right, we shall bring you that uh, cue later on in the bulletin. The Green also cited the central bank's failure to reduce budget financing to the government as a major problem. He therefore wants to see fiscal discipline at all fronts to ensure economic stability even during crisis. Now, something happens between July and the end of the year, where you now see the total financing now increases from 39 billion to 65 billion. And within that 65 billion, 55 billion, so this is the last column there, is coming from the domestic sources. And of that 55 billion, just note the line, the item there. Bank of Ghana provides 53 billion of that 55 billion from the total domestic financing. So at a point where, of course, the markets had closed, the government couldn't borrow. And like I said, we had even been borrowing in the past, and uh, you don't really see the catalytic effect of these borrowings on improving the economic fortune. So when everybody pulled back, then somebody has to step in to finance the, the gap. But the issue, I guess, many of us or people at risk really is that if you came in July and you said that you need a gap of uh, about uh, 39, so let's say 40 billion roughly, how come that number jumps to now 65 billion and to the point that your central bank is financing almost about what 70% or so of, of that uh, figure there? that the central bank itself, if you read its act and its mandate, it's very clear that they cannot lend to the government more than 5% of the previous year's 
Well, this is in the law. They broke the, the central bank actually broke its own law. And the central bank, the act that sets it up, Act 612, even further says that if you want to go beyond this, go to parliament um, and also engage the... Um, uh, so the minister shall... Um, let me just read section uh, 16.7. Where the total advance of loans, purchase of treasury bills, and securities made under one is 5% of the previous year's total revenue, the governor shall notify the minister and parliament of the attainment of the limit, right? And, of course, the minister upon this shall put a report to parliament of the remedial measures that are meant to be taken. There's been a lot of debate about this, and um, from where I sit, I could be wrong, but it doesn't seem as though that was strictly followed to the latter. And that's, again, a problem that we need to take into, into account. Now, the Ghana Association of Banks is urging customers of banks to prioritize the protection of their personal data against cyber fraud. The chief executive of the association, um, Johnny Wa, speaking on the sidelines of a sensitization program for players in the banking sector on building a cyber-resilient banking sector in Accra, indicated that the fight against cyber fraud begins from the diligence of individual customers. More in this report. Cybercrime activity is a major concern to players in the financial sector. In the first half of 2023, cyber fraud activities led to direct financial losses of $4.3 million, equivalent to 49.5 million Ghana cities. The reported cyber fraud activities represents only a fraction of the cases brought to the attention of government organizations. The chief executive officer of the Ghana Association of Banks, John Ewa, advised customers to be vigilant handling their data. You know, most of the cyber breaches that we experience are due to you know, personal compromises here and there, you know, negligence here and there, and sometimes personal security that we don't take very seriously. It's an ecosystem. No matter how prepared a bank is, if you write your PIN number in your diary and somebody sees your PIN, what can the bank do to prevent this? He has your PIN, he has your debit card or credit card. He has everything you have access to your account. So all we are saying is all the players, together with all the third-party uh, service providers who plug into our systems, we, can, we, say, we say we are as strong as the weakest link within the ecosystem. So it's not just about the banks, but even fintechs that are plugging into bank networks, government organizations that are plugging into bank networks, customers whose data we are holding and who use financial, digital financial services all have to be aware and, you know, take personal cyber uh, security very seriously. He also assured the association is putting measures in place to ensure Ghanaian banks are cyber resilient. You can't stop the cyber miscreants from attacking you. What you can do is to be, be very prepared. And uh, preparedness is true for us such as this, so that we learn from each other. As I said, you don't know 
what next the next cyber miscreant is planning. But as you come together, something that one bank has suffered, which you are yet to suffer, you are better able to put structures around it and make sure that your infrastructure is responding to the threats you know, of, 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 of the time. Of course, um, as banks, we have invested very heavily in all the inf um, um, uh, infrastructure that is needed to protect. But you cannot say, I have arrived. You know, you have to be ever prepared. And as emerging threats come, you need to have the systems to also protect your situation from falling into the hands of these cyber miscreants. The workshop was organized by Digital Jewels Africa, a leading IT company in Ghana. It brought together top executives in the banking space to explore how banks can deploy technology to fight cybercrime and protect the data of their customers. Adoduyin Odunfa is the chief executive officer of the Digital Jewels Africa Limited. Very simply, there are three real three key wheels. Technology, you need to have the right technology. You need to configure it correctly so that it's secure. You need to ensure also that your processes have the right controls so that, you know, people can't do the wrong thing. So, for example, a simple thing like segregation of duties. One person doesn't start and conclude a transaction. People have to go at on leave at appropriate times. Your access control processes have to be sound, just for an, as an example. And, of course, your people. And oftentimes in cybersecurity, we say people are the weakest link. So the reason why a lot of information security breaches and cybersecurity breaches occur is because of ignorance. So when you make sure that people have the knowledge, then they're not ignorant anymore and they cannot be easily attacked by people with mischievous or malicious intent. Some of the participants who spoke to join you shared their thoughts on how the training will impact their businesses. So when you're managing cybersecurity, it's very important you bring all disciplines on board so that you disseminate the information down there and it doesn't seem so technical to people and so confusing to people. Cybersecurity is now a business risk, okay, because if business is going out there to make money, and the money is going to be siphoned out of cyber incidents, then what is the point being in business? So this program is very good. It's been very interesting so far, and we believe it's going to help businesses uh, generate more profits by reducing a lot of cyber incidents. Prince Kwame could guess reports read you. Businesses have been entreated to develop a strategy to ensure sustainability in the operations. This, according to some stakeholders, could also reduce negative environmental impact resulting from the operations in a particular market. According to Global President for the Billionaire Conclave, Dr. Olumide Emmanuel, corporate sustainability is key to building transgenerational wealth and strong organization. He spoke to Joy Business at the launch of a two-day fully residential VIP event on wealth creation. It's all a function of the mind, because most of the time you find that, that most businesses do not transcend the third generation. Most of the time, the first generation that starts a business is a pioneering and generating generation. So they pioneer. They do a lot of stuff to start a business. But by doing that, by the time they raise their children, their children grow up with a maintenance mindset. Oh, let's maintain what daddy and mommy has done. Let's maintain the legacy of daddy and mommy. But you don't build sustainability with a survivor mentality and you don't build sustainability with maintenance mentality. By the time you get to the third generation, they become an entitled mentality, and that's why it doesn't go beyond the third generation. So what needs to happen is that the first generation should be a generating generation. The second generation should maintain what the first generation has built while generating 
what needs to be done by reinventing and innovating to reach their own world and the third generation should do the same and that's why how things can be done sustainably and then instead of building businesses around themselves we're going to teach people about corporate governance to put corporate governance in place so that it can go beyond you in more news some stakeholders within the artisanal and small-scale mining are making a strong case to end the use of mercury in artisanal mining according to programs director at the fund for peace wendy wilson there is the need for more capacity building for these miners he spoke to Joy Business at a training program for journalists on the operations of artisanal and small-scale mining. Specific activities here have included training miners and ASGM practitioners, licensed miners, on the use of direct smelting technology. As well, we've also educated the miners and the larger public or community about the harmful effects of mercury use. So specifically, we've, you know, unveiled some awareness raising materials and have also established education clubs in select schools in the Western North and the Upper East, our two zones of operation, to get the message out about the harmful effects of mercury use. In addition, at the national level, we engage in staging dialogues to bring together individuals or actors from government, the donor community, and implementers to come together to have a common platform and space to discuss the variety and rich array of policies and projects that are being implemented on in an effort to maximize the impact of all of these projects. Energy Minister Dr. Matthew Pukupempe has debunked assertions that Ghana and Africa are contributing significantly to global gas emissions. According to him, the continent lacks the technology and financial resources to undertake faster energy transition, unlike the Western nations. It is therefore advised in the Western world to put in more efforts to safeguard the environment. I spoke with one of my colleagues who is an energy minister in one of the landlocked countries, and he said... We are depleting our forests at the rate of about 100,000 acres a year. And for us, using gas, which is a natural resource we Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. As well. Makes just sense that will protect the environment more. So what we are saying in Ghana and what we are saying in Africa generally is that we've contributed very little to this global gas emission story. The whole of Africa has contributed less than three percent. And when we even use our God-given resources inside Africa. We will not even be up to 4%. So, yes, we hear you, but don't rush us. Because we have neither the technology nor the financial resources to enable us to transition. And basically, when Africa says transition, transition to what? We already less than 3%, or, or, and you say we should transition. We are already there. It's those of you who are 98 who need to come down. Pay attention to agriculture. That is the message of the Netherlands ambassador to Ghana. Now, according to him, government needs to ensure that West Seed Foundation's Farmers Day at Bissemne Sunyane and the foundation's targets to train 10,000 farmers in the next 12 months on seeds and improve vegetable cultivation practices for better yields and improve livelihoods. Now, speaking of the commissioning of the learning farm, the Dutch ambassador said the creation of an enabling environment for agriculture to flourish is important. Russia Semivore reports. West Seed Foundation's effort to help farmers have better yields from improved seeds is training farmers, extension officers, schools and input dealers on improved vegetable cultivation practices in the Bono region. Speaking at the foundation's learning farm at Abisim, Nyai, Jimai Maja, Manager of the Foundation's Knowledge Transfer in Ghana said farmers will learn to use simple technology to enhance yields and livelihoods. It's one, one thing to buy hybrid seed. It's another thing to see the seed through the processes that it needs to go through until it gives you good harvest, will provide capacity development to farmers by using small, simple technologies to use materials that are natural in the environment, like the types of mulch that you have observed here today, cocoa leaves, rice straw, dry grass, the corn husk. We are trying to promote those even more than the plastic mulch because that one you have to spend money to buy. And so we believe that if farmers can use things that are in their environment, if they can do small things like raise their cucumber plants and tomato plants from the ground, you can see the difference. There will be less fruits that will be rotting, and there will be more money that will be in their pockets. To ensure sustainable farming, the business development manager of East West Seed Foundation 
Cohen Yvette said the target is to train 10,000 farmers in the first year. Agriculture is sometimes still seen as a, a punishment or a, a, a living for lack of alternative. We truly believe and we have proven in Asia and also in, in Africa that farming can be a very profitable business if you have the right access to knowledge and quality seeds. You can only build a sustainable business by uplifting the knowledge of the farmers. We invest to train the first year 10,000 farmers, the second year 20,000 farmers, to have a better knowledge of how to, how to do farming profitably. Now, with the recent insecurity in Niger, you see the need for uh, self-sufficiency. After a tour of the learning farm, the Netherlands ambassador to Ghana, Iran Feher, said agriculture is the mainstay of the economy and the government needs to offer the sector more attention. Farmers are the most important part of the working population. They populate the rural areas, which is still the biggest part of Ghana. So they are very important for Ghana and for the Ghana economy and for the Ghana society. So agriculture is a very important livelihood for farmers. And so politicians need to pay attention to an enabling environment so that agriculture can flourish. And I know that planting for food and jobs has just been recently launched. So that is a good example of how the government can promote agriculture. Some farmers spoke to Joy Business. Today I have learned a new method of which when I go I will educate my workers on that. And from today I think we are going to reduce costs. And then we would rather get more yield. I've seen their products and then the method to which they used in doing their things. And then I've seen sample of their crops. I think it's far, far better. Precious summer for joy business. Abisim. You're still watching the holiday edition of Business Life. More after this break. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. Hello, welcome back. 
Grass charcoal is emerging as a game changer in protecting Ghana's forest resources in the wake of the threat of climate change. An estimated 96% of rural and urban households make use of charcoal or fuel wood as a major source of energy for cooking and heating. These are popular energy choices because they are locally available and by far the cheapest option compared to electricity, kerosene and cooking gas. However, since charcoal and fuel wood are produced mainly from naturally occurring trees resources through unsustainable ways, forest resources are under increasing threat, creating the need for alternative sustainable fuels. In the following special feature, Joy News Upper West Regional Correspondent Albert Sorry explores the emergence of grass charcoal as an alternative. Charcoal is a very common fuel used in Ghana for cooking and generally heating. From homes to institutions to businesses, this lightweight black carbon residue is widely used. The users believe charcoal is cheaper compared to other fuel sources like electricity, gas, or kerosene. Charcoal is very good to be used. With a small quantity, we can use it to prepare TZ, our local delicacy, and soup. And then with a small quantity, we can still use it to, to boil water to bath the kids. I'm able to use it to cook because the heat in it is very high. It's very affordable. For these people, charcoal and sometimes firewood are cheap at least as far as their pockets are concerned. But a careful, deeper look would reveal that there is nothing cheap about wood charcoal. To produce charcoal, hundreds of trees are cut down and bent. According to the Ghana Federation of Forest and Farm Producers, GAFAP, around one million trees are felled annually in the northern parts of Ghana alone for the production of charcoal and fuel wood. On an annual basis, about 1 to 1.2 million trees uh, across the northern savannah ecological zones are felled for wood fuel. Burning is a major challenge for us here in northern Ghana. It is estimated that up to about 700,000 to 800,000 tons of wood fuel comes from northern Ghana alone to the rest of the country. The results of this are fast depleting forest resources across the country. Professor David Miller is the president of the Miller Institute for Transdisciplinary and Development Studies at Bolgatanga in the Upper East region. He has researched the phenomenon of charcoal production and has over the last 10 years made some alarming findings. It's scary because the harvest of trees for the making of charcoal is also making a conscious drift towards the harvesting of particular trees. And there's enough evidence to show that the shade tree is a preferred species that can meet those qualities of a very good charcoal for the purposes that charcoal is intended for. So it literally means that more and more shear trees will fall victim to the charcoal industry. 
This shocking trend of tree felling in the country will undoubtedly increase the threat of the effects of climate change, including intense heat, longer dry seasons, delayed rains, floods, and poor harvests. And this trend will continue unless there is an alternative to wood charcoal and fuel wood. Professor David Miller has therefore been advocating the production of charcoal or briquettes from grass, something which is already being done in other parts of the world. Recently, when there was this harvesting of uh, rosewood, it emerged, at least in villages that I know, that the leftovers of the rosewood was also used in making charcoal. And the communities that were engaged in the harvesting of the rosewood have also realized that the rosewood trees are good charcoal producers. So gradually there's a drift into quality charcoal and the harvest of trees for this quality charcoal, which are trees that are critical to the ecosystem and to the livelihood of the people. So for me, this is the background underpinning the need to look for an alternative. And there's ample evidence to show that grass is this commensurate properties of making charcoal. That is for us the most viable alternative. Professor Miller has been growing grass in the backyard of his university, which he uses to make charcoal. He has also shared his ideas with some of his students. Today, one of the students spent time teaching us the process of making grass charcoal. A drum is used. The top of it is open and the bottom has five small perforations. The drum is filled with dry grass. Fire is then set on the grass through the perforations at the bottom of the drum. It is allowed to burn for some time. Albert Sorry filed that special report there. That's it for Business Life for today. I am Pius Kujubakadu. Enjoy the rest of our programs. Bye.